check it listen it's episode 34 of the podcast everybody this is v forever everybody thank you for giving me a listen everybody i apologize for not being there last week on friday i mean there is no excuse i have excuses but there's no excuse there's like i mean when you see it's just you gotta value your time too but before we start this, it's it's V Forever on Instagram, V Forever Network on Instagram, V Forever is the podcast, V number four, E-V-E-R. Everybody, please follow, subscribe, V Forever Network on Instagram, V Forever, or Young V Forever, Y-U-N-G, V Forever, just like the podcast spell on Twitter. Everybody, let's interact. I can see that we're growing a little bit. I see a little bit of growth going on. I could dig that. Bow down. Everybody, we're trying to do something big here. I I have some good news. And you know what? I think Friday's episode, I'll talk about the good news that's coming. Because I feel like I have something lined up for Friday that's going to give us a, uh, a good direction on the future projects that we got going on. Listen, y'all. I don't know if y'all hear me. I don't know if y'all understand me. But we're trying to do something different. Villainous. But yeah, I was saying you got to value your time. Sometimes, see, sometimes when it comes to the things you like, the, your dreams, you really got to be an asshole. You really do. You really got to be somewhat of an asshole when it comes to doing the things you want to do. Because... People will not, like, worrying about what people want from you or what, what you want to do or how people feel or, or inconveniencing or this and that. You got you to gotta, you gotta get that shit out of your mind if you got a dream and you're trying to achieve something because nobody's worried about your time. And that's okay. And you know what the problem is? And that's okay. Nobody gives a fuck about your time. Everybody's on their own time. And you shouldn't fault people for that. You really shouldn't be mad at people for that. By the way, this is about to be a shorter episode. I just wanted to get on some shit. We're going to talk all eyes on me. It was Valentine's Day a couple, or actually yesterday. I mean, this release is on Wednesday. But how, how, how I'm about to record this on a Wednesday and release it Wednesday at midnight? Like, let, Like, here's the thing. I love pro wrestling, but 
people just be talking like like this is live like this is a podcast you got to record it first and then release it that's not how it works like some people be like it is wednesday listen if it's not a live show stop lying to people you got to record it at some time like at some point you really have to record it how and 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 when are you going to send it out that's what i'm trying to say at some point you got to record it and you got to push it out you have a time that you do it Work around that. There's a lot of people who bank episodes. More power to you. I like to do things on the, you know what, I think that I would benefit from banking a couple, but I'm not really that kind of guy that just, uh, I, I, don't, I don't work that way. I really don't. I could work that way. Uh, I don't think I could, actually. Now that I think about it, I don't think I could because it's like, I'm going to talk about this for how long, then this for how long. Like, I don't think that I could see myself putting, like, a cap on how long I have to talk about something. Just too much structure. I don't work that way. I don't work too structured because it's not really authentic when it's, okay, right now I'm going to give my all on an episode about pizza. This ne- but, but, but really I'm trying to bank an episode for three weeks from now. Like, we're going to bank episodes for the next three weeks, and we're just going to talk about some bullshit so that, so that it lasts three weeks. Like, I don't know, bruh. It's just I understand that the people need it. We need that content. We kinda, we're trying to put out content. But at the end of the day, man, it I, I prefer quality. I prefer quality. I prefer to give y'all something that I believe in. I, I prefer to feel like I did something right. If I don't like how the episode turned out, I'm not putting it out. That's happened twice. It's happened twice where I haven't put out an episode. And that's not to count the uh, guest guest episodes that have gone awry. Because, like I said, when it comes to... When it comes... Okay. I don't want to be an asshole... But you need to be when you when it's about your dreams. Because everybody, and I'm repeating myself, and I know that. Everybody's on their own time. That's what I said before. But everybody has their own agenda as well. Like literally to-do list agenda. Not necessarily nefarious activities behind your back. Like no, like it, realistically, nobody's trying to double cross anybody. Any of us normal people. No, nobody's trying to do that unless you're puff daddy or some shit that bitch ass nigga <laughs> okay okay listen. i've obviously been listening to all eyes on me uh let me talk about let me talk I, I, and, and the thing is this is good i feel like this month or this new year listening to tupac albums all over again i got like a new appreciation it because if you heard older episodes it kind of faded if you heard like some of the original episodes I put out and talked about how his legacy is like the most corrupted legacy of all time, you could tell that my respect kind of faded a bit. And I think that it was all from a misunderstanding. What was my misunderstanding? But I mean, truthfully, they did whore out his legacy, but hearing people just say he, he always did the rhyming with the enemies, Hennessy. Listen, with the research that we've been doing, and catch that, I said we. 
We ain't gonna talk about it. We ain't gonna talk about it just yet. I mean, let me talk. Let me talk from the first person, from the research that I've been doing. Um, anybody who says that Tupac just rhymed "enemy" with "Hennessy" all the time, never listen to Tupac's albums. Like they never really listen to his albums. That's all I have to say. And so it's like it's like it's like one of those conversations where you're talking to somebody that is uneducated on a subject but just want to get it off. Like they just want to get something off. It, it, isn't that a weird position to be in when you know about something and then somebody says something completely wrong about a subject you know about and you just kind of have to be like, I mean, we're in an environment where if I just tell you the truth, the joke is gone. So it's like let me just let me just get let you get that off and I'm gonna laugh it off. But it's like you wonder if they know that they're joking. Like, are they joking? That's the problem. I don't know. I don't think that I. I there's like a because I, I was always of the notorious Big or Tupac is better than notorious Big, but. Life after death is better than all eyes on me. Now, no, man, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't put, like, I can't put a single song over Life Goes On. Like, okay, let's go down. Let's go down and talk about actual all eyes on me. And this is the last time we're going to talk about Tupac until we get this real, um, like this this uh real thing that is coming out on YouTube that everybody should follow YouTube V forever. And and when this comes out everything's gonna change. Like for the better. But here's the thing. It's important to talk about how Tupac had just gotten out of jail. Let me look up let me just tell you right now. Okay, when did Tupac get bailed out? Because that's a very important thing. October of 1995. Okay, okay. So, it's important to to actually to actually recognize that Tupac was in jail at the release of Me Against the World and Tupac was bailed out by Suge Knight and was placed on Death Row Records um October of of 95, okay? So October of 95 he was bailed out. And February of 96 is when All Eyes on Me came out. It's important to know that there was a you start to see a shift after he got shot. You start to see a shift in his and I said this before but you start to see a shift in the subject matter of the things he says. The first thing you need to know is that 
and it and it'll make sense and it makes so much sense on his his next and final album that like what the mindset was coming in that this album here was him trying to get to the bag this whole album was him he was locked up he comes out it's time to celebrate i'm free for now i'm out on bail and it's time to celebrate music this g-funk sound we're going in and it's time to celebrate that we're on top is death row records he he had a, an immense loyalty to Suge Knight. And you can hear it all over this album. And and it's just, this album is impeccable. And, uh, at some point, Dramacidal, a.k.a. The Outlaws later on, they are a little bit unbearable. <laughs> like, their rapping isn't as good. Their rapping really isn't as good as the other features. But there's Method Man on this. Like there's a there's a good bit of people on this, and learning that Dr. Dre didn't really want to work with Tupac, he was on his way out of death row, and he didn't really want to work with Tupac. California Love was supposed to be the first song that Dre released on his new label Aftermath, which he wouldn't do until later on, right? Um. So it's not so this isn't a Tupac album produced by Dre, yet it is one of the best produced Tupac albums. So Dre only had one song, the rest was Daz Dillinger, um or just Daz, that nigga Daz. That's that was his name. And a, a couple of other people produced on it. But this was one of this was him at his peak. This was him at his highest level and all I'm going to say is he never stopped progressing because his next and final album to me was his best one, him at his highest, highest level. Everything, like, he always progressed. That was that, that was the beautiful thing about the music that he made. It always progressed. And the themes on this was true to life to him. He got shot while in prison. People were talking mad shit. Like, um... But he wasn't going to address this on this one. He didn't address this on that. He he gave some sprinkles. Um, wonder why they call you bitch. Wonder why they call you bitch. I bet you. Um, then there's uh, got to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's fallouts in his crew. There's just a whole lot of drama surrounding him. Crews and all this. And we all kind of know what happened. Like, it's not really a secret what happened to Tupac anymore. There's a lot of information out there. Like, if you believe that it was the Illuminati at this point, I don't really know what to say. Like, there's real information out there. And people people who are going away, who are passing on, like, basically... There's real information happening, and re real information is being released. But let's talk about the real album. I already know All Eyes on Me. There was the Snoop presence, and Snoop Dogg being more famous than Tupac, that, that doggy style album. And he was just, I mean, Snoop Dogg is literally, like, the most famous rapper of all time. Like, he's everywhere even today, and he owns Death Row now. Shout out to Snoop. He owns, he owns Death Row now. He... 
He was on a Super Bowl with Dre. I'm not gonna lie, I popped when uh when he when Dre did the and to be frank, when you cause and it's and this album kind of made me like it made me like wow I've been a fool I've fooled myself because I'm sitting here thinking like I'm sitting here thinking. Tupac is becoming overrated to me as I get older. And I hadn't heard him in so long. And this is honest thoughts. Tupac's music's getting overrated to me. This idea of, I don't know. Like, and it was like, I had known about how deep the music was since, like, since I was a kid. I never thought of him as just the California love guy or, or the, or the, I get around guy or the changes guy or the, like, it was, cause I already, I've been familiar with Tupac my whole entire life pretty much. But it was just something about growing up, me being my age now, I just couldn't relate to these ideas anymore. Like, but, I think it was just the media presence, just how, I don't know, how saturated it was when that All Eyes on Me movie came out. That kind of blew, like, it's kind of sucked the wind out of me because that movie kind of sucked. It wasn't that bad, but it kind of sucked. We all know that. But anyhow, anywho, this is one of the best albums ever made. <laughs> this is one of the best al hip-hop albums ever made. And surely enough, I won't be doing a retrospective on it because I am not as attached to this one as the last one, the uh, Kaluminati album. But there's going to be something. No, no, we're probably not. I, I mean, the Kaluminati album is going to have a lot of information. I mean, the retrospective is going to have a lot of information. Just And it's going to be stuff that... People, y'all don't care about things until you until you're told that you should care. Like a lot of people don't care about things till they're told that they should care, and a lot of people wouldn't know that something's pretty fucking cool until somebody that they like tells them it's actually pretty fucking cool. You should check it out. And I really hope that this is the case when this retrospective comes out. It really makes you check out the album and check out. And I did. I went through the rabbit hole of information we went through the rabbit hole of information just to bring this to you so you won't have to go through that rabbit hole and you won't be curious as to as to what did he mean by this what is going on like the you'll know exactly what was going on with the, with that uh Kaluminati album you'll know everything surrounding it you'll know everything about it the uh, the the times before it this and that and stories about it and because it is all public information, but I, I, I just had to um, condense it and scrap it and just, just comb through all of the interviews that there are about the subject because it's been since 1996. We've been hearing things. But I think today we have the best amount of information on it to just talk about it. And I've combed. I went through the rabbit hole. And we talked. We're not going to go into the Illuminati. We're not going to go into all that. And... You know, we're just going to talk about th this music, this retrospective series I'm trying to do. There's like there's albums I want to do, movies I want to do, shows I want to do, possibly games I want to do. And 
Well, my bad, y'all. And, and, and it's just, it's going to be a good thing. It's going to be a... I, my my point of this is that I want to make something that y'all want to check out once it's done. Like not not in my retrospective series. Like once I once you watch my retrospectives, you go and check out the thing that it was about. Cause it's like oh that's, oh shit, I kind of like this. This is actually kind of cool. That's kind of that's kind of it. But and it's just more just fan service on my end. It's just putting in respect. It's like it's like a respect thing, giving back to the things that made me not just who I not in the sense that who I am, but just gave me happiness growing up. You know what I'm saying? So obviously there's gonna be an Adam Sandler retrospective. Like obviously that's <laughs> that's gonna happen. But listen, why y'all single people posting like single people on Valentine's Day? It's a phenomenon because y'all y'all will post anything but the words, I'm pretty lonely today. Like, y'all will post uh, pressure, push and pee, um, couldn't be me um, stuck in a, in a relationship, couldn't, <laughs> you must not know about me, I can do bad all by myself, um, all sorts of, you know what, I think people just need hugs nowadays. I think that we just need <laughs> I think that we just need to have a circle of prayer around some of these people. We just need to help people out. Cuz y'all going through it. Some single people are just going through it. And y'all 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 just need y'all just need some help to be honest. And let me see right here. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh UFC event. I don't feel like I'm not going to go into the X's and O's. This Wednesday, I'm giving you two episodes. So this episode's about to end pretty soon. And then Friday, you're going to get the big shabam, right? So the thing is, I just wanted to, I, I just kind of wanted to touch base with y'all today and kind of explain my absence. I put out something on SoundCloud y'all should listen to for real. And we really, we really need to touch base like this. I know that. I I said I was gonna use this as a the Wednesday episode as a thing to talk about something that doesn't deserve to be on a Friday episode, and I know that the All Eyes on Me was like the Tupac album talking was one of the mainstays of this podcast for a couple of weeks now, but you know what? It's fine. <laughs> like it's fine. Like. We could talk about that here. It's Wednesday. Give y'all something to charge up for the week. And then Friday, we're going to come back. We're going to give y'all some. Woo! We're going to give y'all some real talk. Honestly, we're going to give y'all some good talk. And listen, really listen to what I said in the beginning, though, about your time. Because when it comes to your drink, because I really almost didn't record again. And I was about to be like, man, I just told y'all I'm coming out. I'm coming out with like a flame on Wednesday, and I'm not gonna do it. Like, have some discipline, y'all. It is. It's a difficult process. Growth is linear. I mean, growth is not linear, or whatever they say, or recovery is not linear, or whatever they say is not linear in the psychology realm of Twitter and the metaverse. Cause y'all really think y'all are smart as fuck on here, like. <laughs> Y'all really think y'all are saying something. Y'all really just say what you saw somebody say, and y'all think that y'all are saying something. But 
listen, man. It feels good out here. It feels good to see people you haven't seen in a long time, and it, it's it's good. It, everybody, it it really it really it really does feel good to see people you ain't seen in a while, and you and the thing is, it's okay if they didn't want to see you. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 like it's fine. It, it's like it's all love, everybody. Let's go. Um. We might talk UFC next step. No, I actually have no desire in talking about the fight because I already, I, I feel like I already talked about it. <laughs> so it's like, let me not. But I, I did think Robert Whitaker kind of like, I, I thought it should have been a draw. I think the MMA needs more draws. And the thing is, MMA has actually, I got to say, boxing is lend lends itself to have more draws than MMA except boxing never has like it rarely has draws but MMA definitely needs more draws because some things just really aren't clear cut and I think it's important for us to just get draws that way we can get another fight if we thought a fight was bomb and it's a draw let's run it back what do you mean like what happened with Brandon Moreno and um Davidson Figueredo the they had a draw the first time. Brandon won the rematch. Davidson won the other rematch. And now they're going to go a fourth time because somebody needs to win. Like, nobody won yet. There has to be a fourth. A draw, win, loss, fourth fight. Like, let's go. Like, the title changed twice now. Let's see. Like, that's that's so exciting. And I believe that it makes sense. And, I, and I obviously – and there's something about judging that people just don't want to give out draws. Like, they really don't. Like, and it's it's something about it. I'm not saying judges aren't educated because I'm just a damn, I'm a random-ass dude just watching a fight, to be honest. Like, I know what I'm seeing, but it's like, if you're there, it's probably different. Like, if you're there, it's probably different. And then with the commentators, the commentary team is biased as fuck sometimes. That shit is annoying. It really is. And and it, uh, but that goes with all sports. But enough about sports. This was V Forever. Thank you for listening. Instagram Young V for oh, Instagram V Forever Forever Network. V Forever Network. I just said that again on Instagram. Twitter.com. Oh my god. Twitter app. Young V Forever on Twitter. And everybody just follow, everybody just share, everybody just show love. Let's keep showing love. Everybody just keep showing love to everybody. Everybody just just keep it going. Let's get this going. Let's keep the positivity going. We're trying to make things happen. Everybody in this world is trying to make things happen. Everybody has one life, and we're just trying to make it happen. So let's make it happen. Let's make it happen for each other. Let's, let's get out of each other's ways. Let's just do it. Let's just go. Peace. Forever.